Welcome to the Hacker Podcast. My name is Greg Hackathorn. I hope you all are doing well. It has been an amazing few weeks on the podcast. Just last week, we had our biggest week ever in downloads, and our Instagram page has doubled in followers in less than a month. We even cracked the top 200 in the Christianity category on Apple Podcasts in the US. Thank you to all those who have continued to support the podcast, and to those who are new, welcome. I want to encourage you all to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so our latest episodes show up in your feeds and subscribe to us on YouTube. That channel continues to grow. You all continue to leave us great reviews for the podcast and we appreciate every single one of them. It really does help the show, so please keep them coming. This one is out of Australia. It reads, God's Confirmation. Today I listened to an episode on the Hacker Podcast. It was as if God himself was speaking to me. The man being interviewed spoke directly to the thoughts and questions in my mind. I opened the podcast to listen as I walked my dog. An older episode started automatically and it was as if my very thoughts were being spoken out loud to me. It was an incredible experience. Thank you Hacker Podcast for interviewing anointed men and women of God who can speak into our lives. Well, praise God. Thank you for leaving this great review. It's moments like the one described in the review that makes what we do uh, so very rewarding. Our goal is to make an impact in the kingdom of God from Monday to Saturday, and we will continue to do that. Well, today is just a short episode with me. Uh, We will be doing this from time to time, and the last few weeks I have been traveling in the U.S. with my family, visiting uh, where I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm actually recording this episode here at my dad's place, and uh, we just had the privilege uh, this past weekend to travel out to Springfield, Illinois for the Move the Mission live recording. It it was an incredible experience. My my daughter loved it. My wife, uh, she just, she had a great time. So glad we were able to do that and to to see some wonderful apostolic music artists like Frankie Taylor and Drayla Young. My daughter got to meet Frankie Taylor. I don't know those who are long-term listeners to the show. You would have heard the episode that we had with Frankie Taylor. And uh, Ava just absolutely loves him, loves his music. So she was a bit awestruck in meeting him. It was really cool. But we had a great time. And uh, the last few weeks have, have been uh, great traveling here and, and being in the U.S. with my family for the first time. In almost four years, they actually met Reagan for the first time in person. Uh, a few of them, a couple had been able to come uh, the last few years. Uh, my brother and sister-in-law were able to get in before the lockdowns. And then my dad surprised me. Those who follow me online, they may have seen that surprise video. He surprised me for Christmas this past year. But the rest of them met Reagan for the first time. So it's been a great few weeks. We're about to head back to Sydney tomorrow. So I wanted to record this and get this podcast out to you guys. Um, So from time to time, we'll be doing some of these shorter ones. And uh, last week, uh, for those who follow the podcast, we released our conversation with Dr. Vani Marshall, and she talked to us about how to be mentally healthy. It is one of our most downloaded episodes already, and uh, it's amazing to see the hunger that is out there for this content on mental health. We actually are hoping to have her on more regularly. She, She reached out to us and said that She's interested in, in being on the podcast uh, more regularly, so uh, we'd love to have her on, obviously, and uh, I'm sure you guys will be interested to 
hear more from her on on different topics. But one of the things that she talked about that I wanted to uh, spend some time on in this episode was about changing the way that we think. When when she talked about it on the episode, it made a a great impact on me, and I wanted to talk about it by looking at Psalm chapter forty two. So the author of the forty second Psalm. Uh, they were acquainted with hard times. If, if you look at the passage in your Bible, often it will say it will be a psalm of the sons of Korah. And uh, these were, these were um, men that had been acquainted with difficult times. Their very name actually represented a dark time in Jewish history, uh, in the history of Israel. They were the descendants of a priest by the name of Korah who led a rebellion against Moses and Aaron in Numbers chapter 16. And it was their family members who were swallowed up by the earth because of their actions against the men of God. So these are men that have experienced uh, great loss. Uh, They've experienced hardship. They know uh, what it means to live through difficult times. And yet, despite all of that, these men survived. Not only did they survive, but they continued to serve the Lord in and I want to challenge someone that is listening to this podcast or watching that uh, may have had some struggles in the past in their family. Just because there are generational issues in your family does not mean that God's hand is not on you. God uh, has a purpose for you. He has a plan for your life. There may have been mistakes that have taken place in the past in regards to your family. That doesn't mean that you are not able, that you are not a vessel that God can use. God will use you if you continue to serve him, if you continue to show up and be involved. And we're not exactly sure the circumstances surrounding the writing of this psalm, but we can see that they have found themselves away from the house of the Lord. Um, and it was in the house of the Lord that they served as priests. So it's a bit harder for them. They, they had been acquainted with the house of the Lord. They served there as priests, and now they are away from it. Most probably they are in exile and they're unable to get to the temple. And you can see that they are longing for the presence of God. Listen to how they start the psalm in verses 1 to 4. It reads, As the deer pants for the water brook, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they continue to say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. You see, they desired the presence of God, but their current circumstances seem to be overwhelming, and you can hear it in the in the words of this psalm you can hear it in what they wrote down my tears have become my food not only were their circumstances overwhelming but they are being harassed by the culture surrounding them you know you 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 say that you serve the one true god these are the people around them they're talking to them you say you serve the one true god well where is he why are you in bondage why are are you the one that is unable to go to the house of God. Why are you suffering? Surely, if your God was real, he would help you. And, and you can see that the, the culture is questioning them. And, and we, 
experience that as well. Our culture questions us. Our culture questions our beliefs and, and who we are as children of God. They are so distraught that they begin to ask God, why? Verse 9 says this, it says, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? But then something remarkable happens in verse 5, and it happens again in verse 11. The why is turned inward. It's no longer a question of God saying, why are you allowing this? Why is this taking place? But the why is turned away from God and is turned inwardly. No longer are they asking God why, but they start asking themselves why. Listen, it says, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me. Hope in God. Why am I thinking this way? Why am I allowing myself to be so discouraged when God is on my side? Why am I behaving as if I have no hope? And and this is the crux of what I want to speak to us here today. You see, sometimes we need to stop and think about our thinking. Sometimes we just need to take a pause, stop, and think about our thinking. Just as Sister Marshall challenged us this past week. Again, Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and she referenced this, but I want to read it here. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We must bring our thoughts into captivity. Don't just wander through life allowing your feelings to dictate your faith. Don't just wander in life allowing your emotions to dictate how your day is going to go. But remind yourself, like the sons of Korah in Psalm 42, it's not enough just to ask God why, but we need to ask ourselves why. Allow the why to be turned inward, and then encourage yourself in the Lord. Hope in God. Find your hope. Find your peace in Him. Put your hope, put your trust in God. Sometimes we have to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Sometimes we have to encourage ourselves in God. Sometimes you may even have to preach to yourself and remind yourself who you are in God. We need to stop listening to ourselves and start preaching to ourselves. We need to stop allowing our thoughts to run wild in our mind and remind ourselves who we are in Christ and who He is to us. We have to come to a point where we stop following after our feelings and start walking in faith, putting our hope in Jesus. And that is my challenge for you today. Start thinking about your thinking. Think about why you're thinking the way that you are and bring those thoughts into a place where they are obedient to God and His Word over your life. You are who He says you are, and that makes all the difference in the world.